Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 33 of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate First Rock rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season 2, episode 11, Tokra, part 1, because there was a to be continued at the end. And I was like, well, that's not fair. But it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Moving on. Um... And so this first aired on October. Oh, do we have? We don't. Do we have a AKA, AKA Weird Swingers? Because <laughs> that's what I decided the Tokra are. Weird, weird swingers. More about that later. Yeah, I promise um, to explain. <laughs> I don't think I actually had an AKA uh, while watching this. Um, I, I think my AKA was Boy Cancer Sucks. Yeah, um, AKA Huh. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. There was some confusion in this one. Yeah. Um, so this first aired on October 2nd, 1998. Uh, it was written by Jonathan Glasner, name we know, directed by Brad Turner, a name we know he did, we don't know as well. He did Thor's yeah. Hammer and Hathor, okay. executive producer and all that. Um, <laughs> Hathor. <laughs> Minus points for Hathor. Um, <laughs> he's a German director. He's done a ton of shows, uh, but he did almost like 50 episodes of 24. Sweet. So... Um, and we get Carmen Argenziano back. Parmigiano Reggiano. <laughs> Sorry. Actually, it's what she was saying right before, so I would help me be able to pronounce it right. So I went, it's like Parmigiano Reggiano. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> uh, but he's back, which is always fun times because uh, Jacob's awesome. Um, and then we have J.R. <laughs> You, you, you laughed? I just laughed awesome because guy? it's Parmigiano Reggiano, and now I'm hungry and I want cheese. Oh, we have to make it this podcast. I will keep cheese. to myself, I promise. No more cheese talk. Uh, so J.R. Bourne plays Martouf slash Lantash. He's a Canadian actor. He's been going on since, like, 94. He's another journeyman actor. Yeah, he's got that one of those faces that it's like, I've seen you in everything and yes. nothing all at once. It's usually, like, single or short runs on series. He was yeah. in Arrow last year. He's oh. apparently reoccurring on Teen Wolf. Never seen that. Never seen um, that either. He was just, you know, recently small. If it's not Michael Jack Fox <laughs> playing basketball in the 80s, I'm not interested in Teen Wolf. Uh, but he was <laughs> in Outer Limits back uh-huh. in the day. Uh, but recently he's just like Smallville, NCIS, CSI's, Multiples, Fringe, Mentalist, you know. Okay. Outer he's... Limits, or as I like to call it, Poor Man's Twilight Zone. Yes. <laughs> don't tell me you don't also still enjoy Outer I Limits. I still enjoy Outer Limits. <laughs> <laughs> don't it's try still, to play that. It's still the Target, the up and up version. <laughs> the Target brand Twilight Zone. Um, but I'll take it. And Sarah Douglas plays uh, um, Garshaw slash Yusuf if uh, that is the most Scrabble names I think they've had yet on the series. How many? How many? How how many names can we create with using the least amount of vowels ever? I am telling you that my spell check usually goes off crazy when I type things because I can't spell. Like it autocorrects every name in this to way wrong things. It was um, like I give up. Yeah, I give up. Uh, but she is uh, an English act- 
actresses, her natural accents. Um, she's most well known for playing Ursa, who hung around with General Zod and Superman and Superman 2. Oh, these are things that boyfriend Jesse would know? Yes, he but would. But not Grace. I'm going um, to ask him about her. Yep. And he I'm going to have some sort of street cred. <laughs> he has serious, she has serious uh, theater cred, though. Um, but she's also been in TVs, uh, movies, voice acting, a lot of Marvel and DC animated shows. Dig it. Um, her second credit in uh, 1973 was as Dracula's wife. So she started out <laughs> well in the genre. Wow. Yeah. Um, and one of her most recent films actually was Strippers vs. Werewolves, which I just want to see based on the premise of the title. I feel like that's that's porn. Well, also, <laughs> it starred, like, Robert England, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger. Oh, wow. So it has some... Okay, isn't there a Friday the 13th coming up? We're gonna watch this just I because. I feel like there's always a Friday uh, yeah, the 13th it's, coming it's up. Yeah, it's coming. It's something. Uh, words are happening. Uh, but we also get back SG3, Colonel Makepeace, uh, fun times like that. So, strippers versus werewolves, do you think they turn into werewolves? But then, because they are werewolves, it's not really like oh, they're no. stripped... I th- no, I think somewhat like all to me, knowing absolutely nothing about uh-huh. this except for the title, uh-huh. I feel like the patrons in the strip club turned into werewolves. Oh. So strippers are having to fight them. Well, see, I feel like the werewolves were uh, un- like they became strippers not because they wanted to be, but because they turned into werewolves and then they turned back <laughs> to humans and they're like, oh shit, where's my clothes? So they're fighting themselves? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like psyche what? versus psyche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's totally what words. Yeah, we're on the multiple personality disorder trip today. Yeah, we'll come up with that later too. Uh, so we start with flashback to in the line of duty uh, without yes. really saying it's previously on, but it's a previously on. Yeah. Catch us up on that plot line and the Tokra and the death of Jolinar, and then we cut to secrets so and we meet Jacob Carter and yeah. you know Daddy's dad and has cancer and you know. Warning. Fun times. This is a Sam episode, is yeah. what that felt like to <laughs> yeah. me. Guys, remember Sam? Remember how Sam had the stuff happen to her so far this season? There hasn't been a good Sam episode. Here it is. Um, and we, we're we in the flashbacks bad filter um, <laughs> through weird hallways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a man talking to Jolidar. They're under attack. Then they get to the Stargate. She starts dialing the Stargate. She recognizes the address. And then she goes to a mirror mm-hmm. randomly in the yeah. gate room or their gate room. And it's Sam in a different costume. And then she wakes up in the infirmary uh, with sensors attached to her head. <laughs> I like to call them heart monitors on her face. Yes. <laughs> face monitors. Face monitors. Uh, and tells Hammond, who's just hanging out there, that she may have found something. <laughs> so I guess, and there's credits there. Yeah. I guess they're doing a sleep study because I guess she's been having dreams, but then she says they're not dreams or they're trying to get visions out of her. It's something. There's got to be, yeah. Well, I mean, I think she said before that she's had visions or she's yeah. seen things. And so maybe they're trying to induce it. Well, like the next line of the next scene is basically Sam going, it wasn't a dream. But then later in the episode, she's like, but I'm having dreams. Yeah. So, I think Sam's confused. Poor Sam doesn't know what the hell's going, going on. Yeah. No, because I don't imagine that this was her sleeping because it'd be really no. weird for Hammond to just be sitting there. <laughs> while just she was watching asleep. you sleep. Oh, you know. Just, uh... Hammond is, like, the least creeper person yeah, on that, basically. Yeah, he'd be like... If anyone is gonna watch Sam sleep, it's gonna be Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so gonna be Daniel. <laughs> Daniel does that now, like, to Jack every now... Or to Teal. <laughs> I feel like he watches Teal sleep, and he's like, you're so pretty. <laughs> I like your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's not weird. That's not weird at all. So they're the reefer groom. Sam's like, it wasn't a dream. She could tell it was real somehow. Jack's a little skeptical. Skeptical. Yep. Hey, guys, I, to what, one skeptical. of the few words I cannot pronounce. <laughs> what is Jack? Skeptical. Thank you. <laughs> Today's uh, secret word is skeptical. Ah! I can try and repeat it. I can follow someone and I'm like my words. Skepti- skeptical. Skeptical. That's okay. Skeptical. I can't say masks too long without masks. Oh, getting a, a lisp. <laughs> I think I just did there. Um, what? There's not even beer in us yet. <laughs> so, uh, Tilk uh, restates that when a ghoul takes a host, their minds intermingle. So maybe part of Joel and I remain in Sam's mind. Mm. And Sam points out that the Tokra she saw were on the run. They were in trouble. Mm-hmm. And she hopes to find them before they move on from the coordinates she saw in her dream vision. Um, so Daniel and Jack obviously wonder how she's so sure they're the quote-unquote good guys. Sure. Sam can't. She just knows that they are. And yeah. she knows how sketch that sounds. Yeah. Um, and it's but really, basically reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard for her to understand. She just knows. Which yeah. I can... Imagine she's a scientist. That's got to make it even more difficult that she yeah. can't explain she it. She is not a person who works off gut the she's way not. Jack does, which would make, you know, it's it's interesting because if anyone would be understanding of that, it's Jack. Yeah. Um, because he's the kind of guy that does work on, this is my gut feeling on this thing. Yeah. Uh, Sam is a scientist. She's always got proof or, or reasons behind hard something. She facts. Yeah. For her to be like, you got to trust me on this one, that's got to yeah. be hard to do. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, Hammond is convinced, um, that we should at least check this out, but only if Jack agrees. So they go check it out. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) in the hallway to the gate room, they're going to leave in 10, but Sam takes a small detour and she calls her dad. Um, and she gets the, why are you calling me? (laughs) Hammond kind of is over here, overhearing, stalkering on this. This is the second time this episode that Hammond's just been in the room. He's very much overseeing everything Sam does. Yeah. Which, you know... I mean, I guess we'll figure out later that, well, yeah, he's got a little more backstory. He does. And I can also see, like, she was just in the back of the, of the, of the, uh, like, command room. So yeah. it's not like he was creeping on her. Yeah. It just, she was in a not private But I gotta area. say, too, in Sam's dad's defense. Yeah. You know, I think Sam's a pretty independent lady. She's yeah, been doing yeah. her own thing but for a while. She, Sam's dad's gonna want his feelers out. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I, I feel like in a lot of ways, that's how I am with my dad. So if I randomly called my dad, and I was like, hey, dad, I'm about to go to work. He'd be like, why? Yeah. Why are you calling me? Why are you calling What's me? What's happening? And it's conveniently. <laughs> What's uh, the code Jacob word? <laughs> happens to be besties with Sam's boss. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like um, something weird. This is not normal. Um, but she says she's going on a trip. She may be gone for a while. Just wants to check in. And he's like, you know, I'm OK. Yeah. It just it, the call doesn't go well. She no. gets hung up on. Um, Hammond asks how Jacob is, and Sam says that, you know, you know he got an apartment in town, and Hammond already knows about the apartment, because, again, besties be talking. Right. And BFFs uh, for life. It, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's the first time, she says the first time. You think they have matching tattoos? Mm, that's a good question. Like tramp stamps? I doubt that they're tramp stamps. Or it's like Tenacious D where they're matching birthmarks on their butts. I can see that's far more likely to me, I think. Okay, uh, I'm done. Um, and, but Sam says that the first time she's going on a mission where she has the feeling that she might be missing something. Yeah. Hammond 
is right on top. She will gladly put a replacement on SG-1, but Sam knows that she can't be replaced on this mission. They're going on her visions. So, um, and she's sure that her dad doesn't want to run anyway. Hammond knows that's not true. But she points out that he's so concerned about appearing like the strong soldier that the last thing he wants for Sam to see is him in a hospital losing a battle. Right. Uh, And she goes to leave, but Hammond stops her um, and tells her before she leaves that Sam is more like her father than she would like to admit. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's fair. And to be fair... They're basically both like, no, I'm tough. No, I'm tough for us. Yeah, no, no. I'm going to be tough for us. Sam and Jacob are... I think that's why they butt heads. Yeah. Because they're the same person. That's That seems right. That's kind of how it works when you're <laughs> yeah. a parent with a child that you butt heads with. It's because they're your the child. Same person. Yeah. That sounds about right. <laughs> yep, yep. That's not going on a whole, like, you know parent child. No, let's not take that and take that in. A literary yeah. analysis on that for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> Which we could easily go into. Yes. <laughs> We're going to move on on the planet. Sure. It's a giant desert. Uh, the DHD is actually already half buried. Like, you have to bend over to hit the yeah. DHD. Um, Jack makes another Wizard of Oz joke about a yellow brick road. It's time about time. We haven't had one in a while. It's been like, what, four whole episodes? I do like how he obsessively fiddles with his glasses yeah. on this planet. And also I like that I'm doing hand motions on a yeah, podcast. Yep, That's a great thing really to well, do. Totally yeah, yeah. That. Like he thinks all of a sudden he's Maz Katana and he's like <laughs> sitting there and he's adjusting his lenses and it's like, what are you doing, dude? Have you never worn these before? You wear these all the time. <laughs> anyway. Um, and they, but they head towards some dunes in the distance because yeah. they're not surrounded because by reasons, dunes. Yeah. Um, and we see the melt fell over as they walk <laughs> and he kind of just like kicks the rust bucket type motion. It's kind of funny. Uh, and as they walk suddenly there's a large group of people that pop up from the sand and surprise them and the viewing audience. That's not weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not and weird they're all. all pointing weapons, staff weapons, at them. <laughs> and a man who we later learn is Kordash tells them that they mean no harm. Uh, just don't make any sudden movements. We just like to surprise people. And Jack's like, <laughs> ditto. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one we later find out is Martooth points out that Teal is a Jaffa, as usually happens in every single episode yeah. that we run across people. Yeah. Like, Jaffa! You know what I'm I feel like it's yeah. the scene from Jurassic Park where he's where, where he's like sitting there. He's like Jaffa, Jaffa. Yeah. See, no one cares. Nobody no one cares. cares. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, we got a Jaffa here. Nobody no cares. cares. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should take a drink every time somebody gets surprised that Teal is a Jaffa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, We'd have at least one drink in episode. Yes. Yeah. Um and. So Teal and Daniel tell him that they're the Tari and they fight against the Gould. Um, and Sam's like, "Be careful! These people are Gould." Uh, and then Cornish's <laughs> eyes glow as he points out that they are not Gould. Let me just do the most Gould-ish thing you've ever <laughs> seen as I tell you that that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> that's like when it's like, "No, I'm not eating cookies with yeah. a cookie in my hand." Yeah. That's like, "No, I didn't just eat that cookie." <laughs> Just don't look away. I ate a, I ate a different cookie, uh, yeah. not that cookie. That's not the one I ate. I ate the one that was mine. It just happened to be behind yours, so I had to eat yours too. Exactly. <laughs> and it has access to my cookie. <laughs> this no that's longer not, applies to That's the not a thing I've ever done. <laughs> so back at the SGC, Hammond picks up the phone, and you can tell it's Jacob on the other end. He tells Jacob he'll be right there, and he runs off. Right. Um, which it sounds super positive, guys. It's very much like, hey, bro, I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what happens. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how they talk. 
<laughs> so uh, in the desert, it's a standoff, as Jack points out. Loitering, actually. Uh, and Sam recognizes Bartuf. Sam doesn't know him, but Jolinar did. Mm-hmm. Um, and he points out that Jolinar, he, like, he, saved, he saved Sam's life. And Daniel says that they're here to seek the Tok'ra. And if they're not the Tok'ra, then Jack guesses we're all going to start shooting. And there'll mm. be blood and death and hard feelings. And yeah. it'll suck. Yeah. This won't be fun times <laughs> for anybody. I love it. Stark. Um, <laughs> but if they are the Tok'ra, then they should form an alliance. And um, Martuf thinks that Sam is telling the truth here. And Kardash, like, waves every, all the staff weapons down. Uh, and Jack makes a take-me-to-your-leader joke. <laughs> but first, SG-1 has to leave their weapons. Yeah. And that's a no-go. Yeah. Just flat out. That, no, Jack can't leave his blankie. Like, you're basically, yeah. he's like, no, this is my safety, and I am Linus, and this is my blanket, <laughs> and this comes with me everywhere. Um, and Sam and Daniel uh, take some time and convince Jack, at least enough that he agrees extremely reluctantly, but he wants this understood that they're doing this in the spirit of future relations, and it should be treated as such. This, I think that, to us, gives us a little bit of reflection on how how much the relationships have changed between our four guys. Yeah. And well, and girl, our three guys and girl. Our but three the peoples. yeah, the idea that they can even say that to to Jack, yeah, and he would give in at all because that wouldn't have that, that conversation would have happened in, like, in the first couple yeah, episodes. Episode three, of season one, he'd be like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's an order. Yeah. You're not putting your weapons uh, down. Yeah, Michael. The end. No. Yeah, you can talk all you want. Yeah, not gonna do anything. That's nice. No, I'm keeping my guns. Yeah. So they hand over the vests and their weapons, and they gather close and get. Ring transported into the weird geometric tunnels. Where is that ride? And Have I said this before? It happened. You're like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. I was like, circle transport ride. Let's do it. <laughs> Everybody gather around. Um, Although I'd be the kid that'd be like, can I stick my hand here? No, there went my hand. I lost it. <laughs> Somebody help. It's like in the, it's a, when you go through the, the actual line for the mummy ride at yeah. Universal. Yeah. And there is, if you haven't been on this, there's a bunch of like, quote unquote booby traps in the line. <laughs> and so there's one section where you put your hand on this like metal pyramid and it go it lights up and it's like, oh yeah. and it kind of surprises you. And there's yeah. another section where you see a little camera <laughs> and you can press a button and it shoots air puffs at people in a different part of the line. Yeah. So you get to watch them reacting and like freaking out to these air puffs. Yeah. And there's another one that I am pretty much always successfully <laughs> get someone to stick their hand in. Yeah. You see this glittering treasure box. There's a thing that you shouldn't put your hand in put your hand in that yeah put your hand in it and a surprise happens yeah uh, there's no treasure box. That's no. And it's really fun to have watch we, other people's have, reactions. Have we not ever all heard of the mouth of truth? It's going <laughs> to eat your hand. It's going to eat it. But I take so much pleasure and I can somehow get someone. <laughs> I was like, no, it's, there's, it's really cool. It's You can do take it thing. out. You can look at it. Yeah. Do this thing. And I can usually. Yeah, it's fun. And it's fun times. Um, so Sam recognizes this all from her dream, which previously said she wasn't a dream. But yeah. maybe it's a different dream. Anyway, so Sam and Teal yes, explain that they've heard that they grow tunnels deep underground out of crystal-like material, and when they leave a plant, they get destroyed, which that this whole little section to me could have been cut because the Tok'ra literally say that exact same thing yeah, later in the episode. Yeah, I think we were episode. like, oh, um, I think we have to tell people how this happened, and then later in the episode, they forgot, and they're like, hey, yeah, did we ever tell people how this happened? Yeah. I don't know, but let's just tell them again just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. need another, like, 20 seconds of Which, filler. Which, honestly, nobody cares. No. Nobody needed to know. No. We didn't need to know that they build tunnels underground. I, I, this better be a, re- <laughs> there better be a reason for this later on, because right now I'm like, who cares? 
Let's keep going. Um, and Jack asks who Martuf is, and Sam isn't sure, but it's like she has a really weird bond with him or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sam's so, like, he's somehow I'm already attracted to this dude, and it's like, don't be a girl. This is the wrong time to yeah, start being a girl. Wrong time to be a girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back, and usually this is Daniel's role. Yeah. Come on. Daniel, so, <laughs> can you step in here? <laughs> At the Air Force Academy Hospital, Hammond visits Jacob, who isn't doing well. No. Although he looks better than he apparently is. Yeah. Uh, we rarely hear Hammond called George, so it's kind of like, oh, you have a first name. It took me a second. I was like, who the fuck's George? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. He has a first name. Oh, yeah. His name is... Ha- no, no, that's Hammond. Yeah. You really are sick. <laughs> that man's name is Hammond. His first name is Ham, and his last <laughs> name is Hammond. Yeah, Ham and. <laughs> Ham and. You should get a friend... You should get a dog named Cheese. Okay, General Hammond needs a dog named Cheese. No, it be Ham and Cheese. He should name his dog Green Eggs. Oh, Green Eggs yeah. and Ham. <laughs> Green Eggs and Hammond. And they go on adventures. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Um, so, uh, Jacob's cancer is spreading faster and it's metastasized. It's hitting his liver now. Yeah. Uh, Hammond wants to recall Sam, but no. Yeah. No. Don't do that. Because Sam grew up watching Jacob go off and fight and he always came home. Yeah. Um, and you're you're not going to call her own just so y- you she can watch me lose a battle. Right. This is um, not a thing that I would... Yeah. No. And yeah. Hammond's like, funny, that's exactly what your daughter said you'd say. Yeah. Uh, and, and Hammond asks him to do everyone a favor and cut the brave soldier shit. Sam should be here to have a chance... Like, to say goodbye and to be here with you. And uh, Jacob has a feeling that she's on a pretty important mission, huh? Mm -hmm. Now, do we have any backstory for the rest of the family? I mean, does Sam have a mom around? Do we know anything else? Is that stuff I'm not supposed to know yet? Um, I do not remember what's been revealed so far and what hasn't been. Okay, then don't tell me. So. (laughs) But, you know, I I feel like, where is everybody else? I'm pretty sure at this point she mentioned that she has a brother. Okay. I I seem to remember that in a previous episode, but as to the rest of the family, I do not think it's been said yet. My thought is this: where are the where is the rest of this non-present family? Is it just Sam and her dad, or maybe that's trying to tell us something? Maybe there's a relationship there that, as as broken as that is, yeah, it's the most together one in existence. I, I don't know. do know. I do not remember what season it is. I do know we find out a bit more about our family. Okay, but I don't remember when exactly that gotcha. is. Gotcha. Um, but. For the most part, for the most part, it is the uh, the Jacob and Sam show. Gotcha. So okay. Um, so basically, Jacob just wants his wishes honored. Right. Um, but there's one thing Hammond could do. <laughs> you could tell you could tell him what his little girl is doing. Yeah. No, that's not happening. That's not happening. No. And he's like, I don't really have much time left here. Who am I going to tell? Yeah. God and Hammond. <laughs> you can see Hammond's like. I'm really sorry, bro. This yeah. Really, it's, it's the same it's a happening. shit situation, but yeah. you know I can't tell you. Yeah. No, like, it's not happening. No matter what, I can't tell you. Now, here's a question. If Do you think right now, you know, I have the question like, right now, there's a, he, Jacob still has some time. Right. Do you think if this literally was, he was the only one here and this, there was just the two of them alone in this room and you knew that he had breaths left. Right. If Hammond would tell him then. I Here's the thing. Or I, just make something up that at least sounds, or just say something like she's in space or 
I think he could. I think he could. And I think he could negotiate with himself to say that and be yeah. okay with it. But ultimately, I think Hammond would want Sam to tell him. I think this what's, is true. I think what Hammond's hope is to get Sam back and that Sam can tell him. But what I'm saying, well, right here, I honestly think that, no, I can't tell you because you do not have security clearance to tell you. Yeah, I think like, if the end came and yeah. this was it, I don't know. I still don't but think if, he would if tell they're, him. If there, it's the two of them in this room and it's not the question of, as we find out later, five minutes or five days, but it's literally the two of them alone in this room and he has, like, minutes left. I think... And there's so Sam's not there. Okay, to tell so, him. so speaking as Grace, yes, I think what I would do if I were Hammond, it would be like we have found other life yeah. forms. Yeah, and that's it. Gotcha. There is more out there. Gotcha. The end. And I think Hammond might see and be I, able to convince himself to do the same. I think if if it's in this situation where he clearly is talking and has some time, no. But if it's yeah. like he's he's literally like a couple breaths left, I maybe knowing their past go Sam made it into space. Yeah. And yeah. just leave it at that. Yeah, or like Sam's dreams are uh, yeah. yeah. Something like I that. Dig that. That might be um, better. But that's yeah. like the like romantic story, romantic happy ending person in me. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Odds are Hammond would still not tell him anything yeah. because they're both military people yeah. and it's I, Yeah, I'd hope that she did something <laughs> like she's living out her dream. Yeah. Or something. So, um, SG-1 is left into a larger room and enters to Grand Council Garshaw. Yeah. That name, people. Also, <laughs> her dress. <laughs> <laughs> she should be wearing like General Leia gear I feel like here. they like not like she, the reject <laughs> fabric from the bargain bin. Yeah, I think she like rated. I wrote down rated broken divide closet. Like that fabric. <laughs> it's not necessarily the cut of the dress or anything. No. It's just that fabric. That does. Yeah, that's like that fabric. What, it's like somebody told a costume designer, "What can you make for five bucks?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like some sort of competition between them. They're like, "Check out how cheap this fabric is," because <laughs> that fabric is. No. No, I called it uh, random purple. Yeah. Green lady in random purple. She should be wearing, like, some practical, I'm a Grand Council General layout. Badass. Yeah. yeah. Where are her, like, yeah. Where's her badass gear? Because she's tough as nails. Yep. Yeah. Her well, dress she needs does to not be, follow yeah, it. It doesn't reflect what she is, which no. is the resistance, the fighters. So, against General Leia. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Teal does know the name. She's the most hunted Gould of all time, and she points out that they need to stop calling them Gould. Uh, <laughs> As she Goulds out at us, exactly. <laughs> so Garsha asks if they're among those that killed the Supreme System Lord Ra. That's the mm. first time we've heard Supreme System Lord right. in terms of Ra. Um, and Jack affirms that, and she points out that they had Tok Ra. That they are the Tok'ra. Mm -hmm. And Daniel Lightbulbs on that Tok'ra <laughs> means against Raw. Hey. Hey. I know words because I'm Daniel. Thanks for the etymology. half of that word is Raw. <laughs> I love how long that took him. I don't know if that's a benefit for us. I don't know that I needed that information. Yeah. But sure. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah, Go thanks. away now. <laughs> um, and... So Garsha wants to know how Jolinar sent them here, and Sam gives a summary of the events of the previous episode. Yeah. And Martuf interrupts and wants confirmation that Jolinar's host was killed. Yes, but mm -hmm. he lived on in Sam's head. Right. 
So then we cut to the USA of hospital, and Jacob <laughs> is in VTech, they say. Yeah. And they shock much. him as Hammond walks in the room, and he comes back, too. Mm-hmm. This is where I go, and this made my mother very proud mm. that I knew this, that that is incorrect. Okay. Because his heart monitor that we openly seen on is flatlined. Yeah. That's asystole. Uh, yeah. VTAC, ventricular tachycardia, is rapid heartbeats. Yeah, I know what tachycardia is. Yeah. Yeah. So. That but, means it's going crazy. Yeah, but they showed a flat line. They're so I dumb. went, bam! Come on, guys, get your shit together. Well, get this <laughs> also follows up when you're like, this is the target episode. This is the target this version is, of Noah Wiley. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a target. Brand. I, I decided that our doctor is target brand Noah Wiley. Yeah. Doesn't exactly know what he's doing. No, he's he doesn't. Almost cute like Noah Wiley, <laughs> but not exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the 90s, that's what you were shooting for. You were either yeah. shooting for George Clooney or, or Noah, Noah Wiley. Wiley. Yeah. And he was neither. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying his darndest to be Noah Wiley, but he didn't quite He did it. get one part, I guess, correct. Okay. At least it sounds correct. So okay. the doctor also says he's in aplastic crisis and orders a unit of packed cells. And according to the internets, uh, <laughs> that means his body stopped making red blood cells, uh, oh. which can happen. It sounds like he was undergoing either radiation or chemotherapy or yep. both. Yeah. Uh, to, and so it kills off. Like the it damp- basically kills all the cells. Yeah, the, the healthy ones too. Um, and so he got a, deli- a, a cavalry of red blood cells to right. help close to the ranks. Gotcha. So that part was correct. That makes sense. But that part monitor was wrong. Yeah, you're still wrong there, buddy. Still, you're still wrong there. You're still treating the wrong so, thing. But <laughs> so he's he's stable for now. Uh, and the doctor tells Hammond that it could be five days or five minutes. And if he has family, they should get here ASAP. Yeah, this is the part where Grace heard it wrong, and I was like, Did he say five days or five? Nights? What's happening? Why is life? This is not the right thing. No, there's no floods. You're dumb. Get out of here, Target Brand Noah Wiley. I'm done with you. Always oh, seven days and seven nights was the uh, the Josh Hartnett movie. Oh no! No wait, well, that's no. Anne Haitian and uh, yeah, Harrison and Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I was like, I was like, because I was about to say George Clooney, and I was like, no, yeah, the Josh that's Hartnett wrong. one is the one where you can't sleep with anyone. This, let me like, yeah, hold on, let me go back. This was around <laughs> the time of the faculty, so late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. I think that one was also called Forty Days and Forty Nights, but it's Maybe. like some sort of bet where you can't sleep with anyone. Yeah, and then the Harrison <laughs> Ford one is Seven Days and Seven Nights. Yeah, and that one's with Ange. Hayes, pretty nut job, and Hayes. Yeah, and they crash land on the deserted <laughs> yeah. island. And they hate each other, but then by the end, they, they love, love each other. Love. Yeah. Yeah. That's never happened. Someone <laughs> will eat, you'll eat each other before you fall in love. Um, <laughs> so it depends if they're hate flirting or actually that's hate true. each other. That's I mean, true. that's a close call. Very possible. So back with the Tokra, Garshaw confirms the fact that Sam didn't invite Jolinar in as mm-hmm. a host. Yeah. So if she wasn't a voluntary host, how do they know that Sam didn't just kill Jolinar? It's like a vampire. He had to be exactly. invited in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Show <laughs> <laughs> a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Sam points out that they're just going to have to trust her. Yeah. And Jack's had it. Why should they trust the Tokra? After all, they're gold. And Daniel tries to step in and he goes, that, that, that. I feel like this entire episode, Jack's just trying to start shit. <laughs> and everyone's like, can you not for once? Listen, fearless leader. <laughs> and he wants to know if they're prisoners. And. 
like you're just gold and daniel again tries that's to and he's like that, that, no yeah <laughs> garshaw insists that they're not gold and then jack basically goes well you talk like a gold and you have glowy eyes like a gold yeah, you smell like a gold yeah uh, it looks like a like a gold and it quacks like a gold it's a gold <laughs> you have a little friend in your head and she doesn't refute that they don't have symbiotic creature in them mm-hmm. um and daniel finally gets to talk <laughs> and um, then, well, you can see why she one might think you're a danger to humans because you take hosts. Yeah. And she's like, no, the ghoul take hosts. The Tok'ra take volunteers. Now, is this the part where she does the magic trick and turns into the... The human person? Yes. Okay. Well, and, like, basically, yeah. And because he's like, why exactly would a human volunteer for that shit? And this is where Garshaw bows her head, does a magic, and it's yeah. a different voice and personality. Ta-da, it's me! Her name is Yusuf. The human. And she might be able to answer <laughs> that. She's Garshaw's host, and she speaks on her own. Yusuf the human. It's like watching yeah. uh, Adventure Time. Adventure Time. <laughs> uh, she says that because both I and Kaylee have matching Adventure Time shirts on today. This is happening. Thank you to Luke Um So, uh, being a host means that she got all of her symbiote's wisdom, Mm -hmm. which is more than a human could have. Right. And lives twice as long, and all she has to do, all she she has to do is share her physical body. I feel like this, uh, so I had like this, this flash of a moment of, of like a new fad that they'd be talking about on the Today Show about (laughs) women trying to grow younger with this gold blending. (laughs) It's a brand new fad. Everyone's doing it. It's the latest fashions. It's like right up there with, I don't know, some other terrible thing that people do to stay young and I will never try. But yeah, that I, I just had a flash of that. Like if you brought this to humans, that's what it would be. Oh, yeah, it would be. I just love It'd be like the, a spot treatment. I just love the semantics in this whole episode of like, you're a ghoul, but you're not a ghoul. You're the Tok'ra, but you're the same as a ghoul. That's like, it's like... A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't a square. Yeah. It's the the semantics the whole yeah, time. That, let's just sit here and focus on the details. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we learn that Jack has some book learning because pull-outs that it's a nice little Faustian deal going on, selling yeah. your soul for immortality. Uh, and she points out that what you call a soul is still intact. The key difference between the Tok'ra and the Ghoul is how they get their hosts. Um, and... And Tilk points out that that's also what's thwarted the Tok'ra's efforts against the Gould, just because they don't right. get as many hosts. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know we covered Faust in a Faustian bargain already yeah. on the podcast. I do not remember what episode that was at all. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's come up before. I know it has. I don't remember the episode. But the legend of Faust, that's the one who made a pact to the devil uh, and his soul for unlimited knowledge. And things go really swimmingly well. All the time, yeah. In that story. <laughs> it's Really um, well. Yeah, I, I can't even remember it right now. I was trying to find it for us, but yeah, no, this is a thing that yeah, you don't do. No, but I don't remember what episode, I can't remember what episode that was that it happened in, but. We'll find um, it, we'll post it. Yeah, <laughs> so she leads them to another room and introduces them to Selmac. Uh, her host is Sharush. She's 203 years old in a couple days, and she's dying. Yeah. Uh, she's one of the oldest and wisest, and Daniel says they thought the Gould lived much longer. They go, yes, the Gould do. Have I mentioned enough times that we're not the goddamn Gould yet? Remember that we're not Gould? <laughs> they use sarcophaguses. The Tok'ra don't use those since it would drain all the good from their hearts. And Daniel's like, yeah, I can vouch for that. That's a thing. Yeah. That happens. Um... 
So they don't have population growth because they can't, so they can't grow large enough to defeat the system lords. It's usually a ghoul dies with the host because they can't always find a new volunteer. Mm -hmm. And that's what's going to happen with Selmak um, unless one of SG-1 will volunteer as a new host. We need to stop naming things so close to the names of where Alf is from because all I can think of is Melmag <laughs> which her name is not Melmag but in my head her name is Melmag and then I want to laugh during this scene that is clearly supposed to be sad and dire because she's dying and I'm like yeah, he this, ate cats in this house in this house may or may not be my stuffed elf from the 80s <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> because I really loved Elf. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, Jack, Back to the story. Jack and uh, Daniel quickly pass on that yes. really no, no, thank swell you. offer. I don't want anything to do with being... And uh, Sam becomes upset uh, yeah. because she's already gone through that and leaves the room. And I guess Tilk's just not a candidate. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> I got Junior over here. Yep. Oh, I disqualified. Already got, I already got one. My, uh, my, my gold that's not a gold quota is filled. <laughs> it's like, somehow, like, you know, everyone's got that bad friend in high school who's like, um, oh, we're all going to go do this thing. I can't even think of, like, a good example of it. But it's like, oh, no, see, I did that a, a while ago. Yeah. And so I can't, I can't, I can't pierce my nose again. No. Because I already happens. pierced it. And yeah. then it, it came nope. out. It, it it my parents made it made me close it. They yeah. ripped it out. Yeah, with so, force using yeah. pliers. Good, can't I'm do done. it. Because nope. <laughs> you've got the two same friends that are like, no, fuck that noise. <laughs> not getting not getting the tattoo that you're saying we should all get. <laughs> I'll get. I already got it. It's in a spot you can't I'm a, see. I'm allergic to I'm, ink. I'm allergic to life. So I'm allergic to yeah. stepping foot in tattoo. Yeah, products. I gotta go now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um. So she leaves the room, and in the next room over, <laughs> Sam is, there's random pools of crystal clear water. Yeah. Uh, and she's startled by Martouf, and everyone else enters the room and continues the conversation they were just having. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the issue from the Tok'ra side of how do we form an alliance with people who find the very idea of blending with them outrageous and disgusting. Right. And on the SG-1 side, an alliance would mean friendship and cooperation, mm-hmm. uh, but Garsha doesn't think they're strong enough or advanced enough Right. Teal informs it that we took out two gold motherships. Remember that time that we took so everyone out? How about them apples? Yeah. And Garshaw is suddenly pissed. It's like they can't win. No. They can't win with her. No. Garshaw is pissed. They didn't know who blew those ships up. They had people on those ships undercover. Yeah. Sam informs them that they were around Earth. They were just protecting themselves. Yeah. Yusuf's back uh, and says that they didn't know that fact and thanks them, knowing why. Yeah, the I like died. how quickly they wrap this up. I'm not yeah. very convinced by that. No, uh, but knowing how their people died, uh, it's good. It's understanding. Um, she's going to try to get the Tokrog Council to meet with them, but until then, they're here in this room. They're totally not prisoners or anything. That's not you're no. you're free. You just can't leave this room. Yeah, you're totally can go anywhere you want within this these ten feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally fine to do whatever you want. Just you can't leave except for Sam. <laughs> because Martuf invites Sam up to the surface yeah. to talk about Jelinar, but only Sam. But you know, I, it took me a second. I was thinking about this. If if with these were people that were back at base, yeah, if we were back underground. That's exactly how well, the SG teams would treat them. It would be, yeah. Be like, look, you're not prisoners, but you're kind of prisoners. But you, can't, you just can't really do anything. 
it's closing time. You don't have to go home. You yeah. just can't stay here. Yeah. You just kind of, we have to just watch you. Yeah. Because we don't trust you. Jack is not happy about the yeah. idea of Martuf and Sam heading off. Um, <laughs> but both he goes Sam, dad mode in him. He goes dad mode hardcore. <laughs> literally. But both Sam and Martuf trying to convince them it's okay. Sam thinks she needs to go. And Jack says, okay, son. It's, but I want you to have her back by 11 o'clock. You like, understand? Bro, can you just let Sam have a piece of the action every now and then. I was like, you and Daniel slut it up all the time. I was like, Sam is not your daughter or child. Yeah, yeah. Like, Sam is a member of your, you're maybe ranked higher than her, Remember but. Remember the time that she's a fully adult woman <laughs> who can do whatever she wants? Yeah. Poor Sam's been through know. a lot. Maybe she just wants to go make out with this dude for maybe. a little bit. That's okay. He's not bad looking. Exactly. Why not? She just wants to get some... She's not committed to anybody. She just wants to get some snogging on. There you go. Yeah. So... It's totally going to be G-rated. There's... In this case, it's extremely <laughs> G-rated. Yeah. There's a long scene between Sam and Martu up on the surface. Yeah. Uh, we learn uh, that Jolinar was a she. Yeah. Well, at least... The f- she always had female hosts up to the time that she was hiding a Nasian man. The right. S- the symbiote doesn't have a gender. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Martuf slash Lantash was her mate. <laughs> the nice little foursome they had going here. Uh, yes. Uh, Sam is left with all these feelings, memories, uh-huh. intuitions uh, from her time with Jolinar. Uh, we get to speak with Lantash for a bit as well. Sam feels the love that Jolinar had for Lantash slash Martuf, mm-hmm. um, which would be extremely strong since they were together for a hundred plus years. Um, and what they explain that what the host feels, the symbiote feels, and right. vice versa. Yeah. So, I'm going to use that on Boyfriend Jesse. It's like, yeah. I don't love you, my symbiote does. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to use that line. <laughs> my symbiote does. Man and my little marriage of four minds. Yeah. Martouche, Lantash, and Jolinar Rocha. This is where the swingers thing came up. Yep, so they're yep. all just a bunch of, like, threesomes and foursomes. So I guess but they're foursome. monogamous foursome. I guess that's true. Yeah. That's fair. They're monogamous oh, right. foursome. Cool. Um, and we know they've been to Abydos since Martouf mentions Rosha, and her hair was the color of a Bedosian sand. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, you know, you look a lot like Rosha. Ha, huh, how convenient. How convenient. <laughs> uh, and Martouf then mentions Sam would be an amazing host for Selmak. Listen, um, aren't you just talking about your own mate? And yeah. now you're like, hey, you should take this other mate. Yeah. You should take this other person on. She and gets then put off. Mate with them. She gets put off for a little bit. Yeah, I don't blame him. Uh, the last thing she wants is another person or symbiote in a head. It's difficult She's enough to just two. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, I guess this is what it feels like to be schizophrenic. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure she meant to say multiple personality disorder. Or I would have even taken, identity yeah. disorder. Or, or I'd even take bipolar. Yeah, because sch- schizophrenic is not having... No. Necessarily having two minds. Uh, yeah, in your I, I mean, I don't exactly have like the, the manual on me, like, no. but I don't think I, that's it. Because she, th- she literally goes, she explains it to Martouf about it's having multiple personalities. personalities. And I was like, so that would be multiple personality <laughs> disorder, yeah. not necessarily schizophrenia. Yeah, or some sort of disassociation. Those are two different things. <laughs> These uh, are the times that you're broken. But Jill and I is left to some pretty deep feelings uh, in Sam's head for Martouf. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a memory. She feels it. She can't understand what a relationship that's lasted a hundred years is. Yeah. It's longer than she'll live. Let alone be current, like, has been alive. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I love 
where Tim's like, maybe there's another way to communicate it. Perhaps a custom exists on this world where you smash your faces together. Uh, yeah, and then like, yeah, and then just just sticky taste what each other had for dinner. <laughs> uh, but instead, they just intertwine their hands in the most like G-rated. Yeah, come on, guys. We went from Showtime to this. Yeah. Give me a little. They're still on Showtime. Sam needs a little more action than that. <laughs> Poor Sam is dealing well, with love that she's never even understood. I will get to the fact that they might be getting to Snoggin, but All then right. Daniel shows up. Freaking Daniel. It's like he's the only one allowed to have any kind of action on this show. And then he's like, excuse me, I heard there was making alcohol going on. I would like to be part of this. Well, he did try to get he tried to get in at when uh, Jack was got the making out, that's too. True. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, and Daniel comes over the ridge at the wrong time and tells him the Tokra cancel has agreed to be with SG-1. Yeah. That was Kaylee. <laughs> and if you heard that noise, she's been throwing a toy around. Yeah, that's that's just the thing that happened. <laughs> so we walk through the hallways. It's confirmed that the tunnels are grown after they plant certain crystals. Uh, and as they walk, Cordes just kind of falls away from the crowd. And Jack just follows him along. Um, and they follow, continues to follow him till a table of treasures where he picks up a <laughs> box and then notices Jack. Uh, Jack was just looking around. Yeah. Oh, is this is this not the way to the council chair? I was just uh, doing a thing that I just caught, caught doing, yeah. and now I'm going to no. give you a terrible life. <laughs> <laughs> and these are Kordesh's private quarters. The Tokra have no need for doors because they like to walk around naked. Secrets. <laughs> and parade and each I was other. like, you realize that having doors does not mean that you have secrets, yeah. it means you have some privacy. Also, d- did you hear the constant, like, weird crystal singing that the tunnels gave off? Yeah, there's something that happening. That would drive me batshit crazy. Someone may- sometimes maybe I just need a quiet space. Yeah. Maybe well, I just want to sit there with your, no hands on. Your room in the tunnels is not going to be your quiet space because that crystal noise yeah. is going on. Like, that's, that's going to drive happen. someone insane. No. Yeah. That's going to drive someone insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Wearing no walk, wanting to walk around with no pants on is not a secret. Walking no. around with no pants on is just like, hey, you probably don't want to stay without my pants on. Listen, I just want to sit here without pants on, and I don't need you judging my underwear. Yeah, the end. Exactly. If- uh, look, I'm only wearing underwear because there's no goddamn doors on my yeah. room. So get away. Yeah. If you'd put some goddamn doors in my room, I wouldn't have to wear underwear. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um. Anyways, <laughs> that's all that. But yeah. the rest of the team continues walking. Uh, Garshaw explains that they grow the crystals rapidly. Uh, just now, in fact, they're growing the council chambers because they haven't needed Remember them. Remember that time that we kind of told you this earlier? Yep. We're going to tell you again. Nobody yep. cares. No. Why does this matter? Jack meets back up with them now. Uh, you can see that it is kind of cool to see how quickly the crystals grow, but you could have just had that. Like You could have just had it happen. Just had that. Listen, I'd rather... And then a comment of, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, well, we grow our shit, so we're yeah. just growing the council chamber now. The end. Done. Yeah. Nobody questioned this, but let me explain to you anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> we, meet, we meet the Grand Council of Tokra, and Jack's mm-hmm. like, hiya folks, nice to meet you. Yeah. And then Daniel makes a slightly more formal introduction. Yeah. Uh, and the council is not jumping up and down for this alliance. They're not very excited. No. They're, they're, they're like, know, anti-excited. They're like, you're not even wearing cool, fun colors like we are. Exactly. Can you wear some more cheaply made clothing? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe then we'd be impressed by you. They just don't see the advantage. Um, they're the most hunted and hated enemy of the system lords. And Jack's like, uh-uh, 
uh, we're rising up those ranks. Yeah, I love the I love the yardstick they're measuring <laughs> yeah. each other by. It's like, no, I'm hated more than you are. No, I'm hated more than you are. <laughs> Let's just throw our junk on the table now and measure yeah. up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they can't get a guarantee that they're not going that SG One's not going to unintentionally reveal the whereabouts of the group or the name of a spy. They basically see them as children. Yeah, and your technology is not going to do any good because we're posing as Gould, so we can kind of only use Gould technology. Do you see our Jaffa staff weapons hanging around here? Basically, yeah. Um, and then Garshaw whispers, gets whispered some news, and then freaks out, basically. Right. What is SG-1 planning? Because more other people just came through the Chapa Eye. Yeah. It's SG-3 and Colonel Makepeace uh, <laughs> that come into the room, and they came to extract Sam... Because your dad's in serious condition. Jax tells the council that they ha- you have to let Sam go. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, no. Basically, you're the worst. We've made a decision. <laughs> There's not going to be an alliance. Uh, and you're to stay here until they move to a new planet. Uh, so that way you don't have any knowledge of where we Basically, are. Basically, you're our prisoner until we decide to move because reasons. Yeah. And Jack's like, you need to at least let Sam go. And they're like, no. She is literally the one person. She's the biggest security risk. She's the last person to be let go because she has all of Jelena's memories. Yeah. Um, and their their hopes in not letting the, re- uh, the SGC team return is that they'll convince the SGC that they actually are ghouled. And that all of their team members are dead and not send any more people. Yeah, it's really hard to trust people that are basically like, you're our prisoner and we're going to tell yeah. people that you're dead. And, but you know what? They're going to, we are going to try to make you as comfortable as possible yeah. while we hold you prisoner. Yeah. You still can't go anywhere. We yeah. just have control issues, basically. Exactly. Poor Sam cannot catch a break in this episode. And we are left with to be continued after watching the stressed out faces of all your SG weapons. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sam. This is like, okay, so I'll tell you why I like this episode because it's a Sam show and I love that. Yeah. And I, I kind of, you know, the romantic in me really loves this idea of Jolinar and his mate. Yeah. And they've been together with this long that even after death the memories of him and of her in someone else yeah. are enough for her to feel this bond. I love that Sam's dealing with this. I don't know enough about Sam's history. I don't know if this is revealed later but as of right now I don't know that she's had this kind of love herself. You well, know, I you get the you get the impression by far from their conversation that she hasn't because yeah. she she's talks about she's like I don't I don't know how to process this. And I it's don't like, understand you know, this. Sam's been this she's she's got her shit together. She's this woman who's focused her entire energy on this career, on getting somewhere all these things that she has handled, love isn't really an area that she's stepped into. And I can like vouch for that because yeah. I mean I what she's probably I'm guessing at this point in her late twenties. Yeah. Um I think we calculated how old she is, but I don't remember it. But she's probably in her late twenties. Like I I can agree with that because until my late twenties, yeah, I wasn't just, in the Air Force, but I was completely, <laughs> I was yeah. completely career driven. Like I, so I love was that. Not I love that she's, love she was. gets she's dealing with these feelings. I, I love. I love that she's experiencing this. Yeah. Whether it's hers or not, it's it's an experience she's going through. But then to be feeling this while your dad is dying, and yeah. then to not be able to see your dad as he's All dying, and you're feeling prisoner. So you're you're a prisoner. You you're feeling love, whether it's yours or not. You're feeling yeah. this, this, and it's big. It's the biggest kind of love that even, anyone could ever feel. Because I would say even. If she had, even if she was married, even if she had the love of her life on earth, it's not what this is. It's yeah. not. 
it's not a relationship that's been going on for a hundred years. Yeah. There's I mean, so many feels happening right now to Sam, and I, I love that. Yeah. I, I really hope this, I, I really hope there's some sort of, um, uh, I can't even think of the word right now. It's like some visceral reaction. I hope we get a catharsis out of this. Yeah. Um, so I'm really digging where this is going, but man, poor Sam cannot catch a break. No, this is not a happy episode for her. No, not at all. So. Um, I just wanted to get a chance to make out with this dude. He's cute enough. He's cute enough. He's cute enough. Give her a chance. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Can Daniel please don't walk in every five seconds? Can you not? This girl she is just trying to get time. seriously. To be fair, she's gonna be on this planet for a while. Yeah, she true. has some issues she has to work out. No kidding. You know, it's yeah. there's no doors in any rooms though, so you know, everyone would know about it, but yeah. At that point, I'd be like, I don't care. It's been so long. Come here. <laughs> I mean, I guess what are the... We actually... We, we asked this uh, during the uh, the episode where, where Jack got it on and got his space <laughs> STDs. Yeah. Like, are, do, do, do they bring up the fact with the members that go off planet that, hey, don't have sex with aliens? Like, well, is that something they have to specifically tell like, these people? I, I mean, wasn't this a thing during World War II and, and during the Vietnam War where they yeah. would kind of, like, have a conversation with this? I wish someone knew this better than I did. But I feel like it was a thing that it's like, hey, don't come back with BD, but if you do, here's how you deal with this. <laughs> well, my thing is, is it's less that because they're still humans. Like, this is, we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah. Like, it's a step up. That's like, true. Don't have sex with aliens. Okay, but also, it's an alien. What if there's a really cool, I don't know, maybe I'm being Scientific a little too adventurous. Experiment. Yeah, there's you only one way back. to find out what happened. There's only one way to find out. Well, it's like, I want to know what's going on maybe down Maybe their minds will meld and she'll learn new information. Or maybe it's like, uh, what is it, in Slaughterhouse-Five where there's just their feet touch <laughs> and that's what having sex is? Uh, there was an episode of Star Trek Enterprise where I think they just, like, touched hands or something. Yeah. And then Trip was pregnant. Like, he yeah. had a thing on his arm. <laughs> yeah, but of course Sam's like, yeah, let's do this. And he's like, no, we did. Remember when we were holding hands? Yeah. We're done. I'm, I'm spent. I'm going to go have a nap no. Come, she, come back tomorrow. She didn't know how serious that handhold was. And it's like, holy crap. We thought this was G-rated handhold. Yeah, so much for that. Yeah. <laughs> Sam pregnant. From holding hands. The end. Oh, man, then they're going to teach, like, if you thought abstinence only sex education yeah, was bad. Don't, don't touch you each can't other. Even don't hold, even, you can't even hold no. hands. Oh my god. Don't Never. even look at each other. <laughs> yeah, that's that's too Just close. Don't even look. It's too close. There's a reason why they do the balloon thing and dances. There's a distance of an entire balloon between you. But you can't even like that's too close because yeah. your hands may touch. <laughs> yes. You can get pregnant from holding hands. <laughs> oh, so poor Sam. What makes me even sadder is that some kids were probably told that at some point in human history. What is, is it the movie and now and then where the, where the girl doesn't want a French kiss because she doesn't want to get pregnant? <laughs> That's a thing that some kids don't understand. You can't get pregnant that way unless you're an alien. I want, I wish you were completely caught up with Outlander because there's a conversation that's very similar <laughs> to that in like last week's episode of Outlander. And she, this, this very young, innocent girl is going on about like, well, she doesn't want to marry a Frenchman because like they put their, you know thing like <laughs> in you how disgusting is that 
Uh, to be fair, I'm She's sure a like, lot of Englishmen would not do that. I'm sure that if we were little and someone explained the intricate the intricacies of sex to me, I'd be like, that is disgusting. She's about to get married, though. Oh, that's not okay. That's not okay. She's about to get married. She's going to have a very Welcome odd wedding night. Welcome to sex ed with Nixie But and I Grace. just loved her, like, her, like a, well, Frenchmen didn't, an Englishman would never do that. How dare you? Yeah, that would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, it made me laugh. Alrighty. But yeah. I'm not going to attempt to put this on any list right now. No, um, I think because there's a to-be-continued, yeah. we should wait till we get through the so we episode. we get the full two-parter and put them together as a two-parter. But so. here are my hopes for the rest of this episode. Yes. I hope Sam can get some sort of love out of this. I hope that we get some closure with her and her dad. Okay. Um, I have a feeling things aren't going well. Here's what my hope is. Yes. And and I'm not even going to look at you. Okay, I'm not. I'm not I want either. Sam's dad to take this, um, this symbiote. Um, as his own, and that's how he's going to survive and beat cancer, and then things will happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want, and I'm done now. We can talk about other things. This please. beer is so good. <laughs> I we literally, if, if you were here, because I know this podcast is so visual, we literally were looking in opposite directions. Yeah, I don't want to find anything out, but that's whenever my hope. She, whenever she guesstimates about the future, I just look <laughs> in the opposite direction and drink. There is your future, according to Grace. Because I will not tell her if she's correct or not. I won't tell her. I won't tell her that that Jacob just dies next episode. Oh, sad times. I don't want that. Everybody dies. <laughs> Everybody dies. All right. Alrighty. So we will be back next week with Tokra Part Two and a special guest and a special guest. Yay! Uh, so. Catch us next week. Uh, until next week, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Um, you can also find us on Facebook if you search There's No Place Like Tara. And you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Um, and always, you can go to iTunes, rate and review. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye.